Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Magic Green Medicine with your host Susan Weed. I'm Daniel Michael, founder, co-creator of the Main Street Universe Radio Network. And this show is on every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And I see that Susan is in the queue, so I'm going to go ahead and turn her microphone on. Welcome, Susan. Green blessings. How are you tonight? I am well. I am well. <laughs> Good, all right. And uh, <clears throat> here, certainly, no one can deny any longer that it is summer. <clears throat> the trees are leafing out, and the birds are back and singing. Everything is green, 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 everywhere you look. Absolutely, and warm. <laughs> and warm. And warm. See, we had we had an assignment from last week, didn't we? Our assignment was to find something in our life made of oak. Right. Were you able to find anything in your life made of oak? I found 
I think it's a <laughs> a walking stick. A walking stick. Ah, interesting. Yeah. It didn't belong to me, but belonged to my brother's wife. Mm-hmm. And she said it was, it's very rigid. I'm guessing that she was correct and said it was of oak. Mm. Oak was used in a lot of situations where it we needed a wood that was tough like barrels and wheels right. and ships in fact and we do I, have barrels here as well we have that as there well there you go so oak barrels we still aged in oak barrels right oh yeah and there's a uh, they belong to wine clubs and sometimes they get a barrel, and she likes to use things like that for, you know, a table or, or something, you know, so there was also that. Yes, yes, wine also aged in, often in oak barrels, and then those turned into, as you say, tables or planters or things like that. And certainly <clears throat> that's where I find the oak in my life. I have several oak chairs because I like nice, you know, solid office chairs, not padded ones. And I have an oak dresser, and I have an oak floor, and I came by that oak floor in a very interesting way. I was a single mom and building a house on my own, and I would go to the lumber mill and buy like 5 or $10 worth of wood, because that's all I could afford at the time. And one day I was there, and they were cutting oak flooring for someone. And there was a huge pile of boards that were uneven. In other words, they had come out of the planer too thick or too thin. And I asked if I could buy them to make my own oak floor, and they gave them to me. See, they said those are useless. It was true that, in fact, I had it was quite a lot of expense in shims to get the floor even moderately even. Uh, but it was so wonderful to have my own oak floor and to be right there uh, when the oak tree was being cut into those flooring pieces and to be able to take them home with me. I also have a small uh, building that I built out in the woods that's um, the main support beam of the second floor is a piece of oak, which is an oak tree, that I did ceremony with and then cut down. And... Um, put into this structure that I was building. Hmm. So oak is a wood that's used when we want strength, when we want durability, when we want something that's going to last. You know, sometimes you read like in these English novels about the ancient old furniture, you know, that the new residents wish they could get rid of, but it's made of oak. Right, so it's like it's going to last forever. I read that they pulled up um, oak log that had been submerged in water, for, um, dated it to being over a thousand years old. <clears throat> and although there was some rot on the outside of it, the inside was still structurally sound. It could be used in building. Hmm. That's a one that's tough for wood. Hmm. Such a, a strong, strong thing, and perhaps that's why 
the oak was also the gospel oak, the place where the truth was supposed to be told. Of course, visitors, especially from the West Coast, who come and visit me in the winter and see me throwing oak logs in the fire gasp in astonishment. Uh, But we live in oak forests, and so, yes, indeed, we do burn oak. This is from the White Goddess. Oak logs will warm you well that are old and dry. Logs of pine will sweetly smell, but the sparks will fly. Birch logs will burn too fast, and chestnuts scarce at all. Hawthorn logs are good to last. Cut them in the fall. Holly logs will burn like wax. You may cut them green. Elm logs, like the smoldering flax, no flame will e'er be seen. Beech logs for winter time. Yew logs as well. Green elder logs. It is a crime for anyone to sell. Pear logs and apple logs. They will scent your room. Cherry logs across the dogs smell like the flowers of broom. Ash logs. Smooth and gray, burn them green or old. Buy up all that come your way. They're worth their weight in gold. Hmm. So, we've been talking for quite a while about the oak, the tree right here in the middle, the seventh tree of this series. And I thought it might be interesting this evening to... uh, again, pull back from our very close focus that we've been giving to Oak and look at the the system as a whole, or re-look at the system as a whole. Certainly we started out talking about it, but there's so much that's been written on it and so much to know, and I think so interesting. There's um, a poem that many of us... um, have heard, I am the stag of seven times, I am a wide flood on a plain, I am the wind on the deep, the foam of water. And this has been connected to these um, ogham and the trees of the ogham and uh, the, the things that happen at those times. So I thought it might be interesting to uh, to look at it from from this viewpoint, we remember that we began with birch, which was Beth. You may begin it in its conception, and that is the stag of seven times. And then we went to Louis, the rowan tree. El, I see always vision. <clears throat> I am a wide flood on a plain. And then neon, the ash tree, the connection of mother to child, and safety. I am the wind on the deep, the foam of water. I am the lightning binding mother to daughter. And then alder, fjern, the time of youth and beauty. I am the shining peer of the sun. And willow, sail. The deafness, the magic, the beginning of understanding. I am the graceful dancer. I am the hawk on a cliff. And Hoth, Hawthorne, the the beginning of the understanding of holiness. I am the smell of ladies' joy. I am fair among the flowers. 
and then to the seventh dwear oak, the door, the inspiration, the strength, the whirling center of the universe. I am the God who sets the head afire with smoke. And then the eighth lunation is Tenei Holly, belief, and the first of the group trees. I protect your sacredness. I am a battle-waging spear. Hazel Call, the ability to divine. I call forth the rivers. I am a salmon in the pool. The tenth lunation, Muin, the bramble, connections, joy. I am a hill of poetry. Ivy, gort, let us hold fast together. I am a fierce boar. Nectal, the reed, together and as equals, we are plentiful. I am a wave breaking on the beach. I am a threatening noise in the sea. And the 13th lunation, Elder Ruiz, death, the crone. I am the wave of the boundless sea. I am set adrift and drugged to death. Respect me and I will help you heal to your very depths. Thirteen trees of the thirteen lunations of the year. And we also mentioned that these trees were consonants, but there were also trees of vowels, as well as trees of the holidays. And in Year of Moons, Season of Trees, The Mysteries and Rites of Celtic Tree Magic by Patali Glass Kentup, we find some wonderful appendixes with all kinds of equivalents that I thought it might be interesting to look at Beth, which is birch. In old Egypt was wheat. So she's making a connection all the way back to Egypt and to the same ideas being present about these plants. Louis, the rowan pomegranate, neon, the ash, the lotus, fierne, alder, the parsia, Sael, willow, the fig tree. Hoth, hawthorn, the thorn tree. Dwer, the oak, the date palm. Tinay, holly, onions. Call, hazel, the grape vine. Muin, vine or bramble, the royal palm. Gort, ivy, is taramac. Negtal reed is papyrus, and Ruiz elder barley. Wonderful set of connections back to Egypt and North American equivalents to the sacred trees. So she suggests that for Beth birch, that we use birch except in places where birch doesn't grow, and then aspen. uh, Fairly close. Rowan does not grow in most of North America, and she suggests 
procedure instead as the lookout. That strikes me as absolutely right. The acquaintance that I have had with cedar has led me to really see cedar as a guardian tree. And I often see it growing at edges, and especially the edges of cliffs, just as Rowan does, looking out and taking care. And then neon ash, she's saying, well, certainly in the north, there is the northern ash, but where there isn't such as in California, she would suggest the ponderosa pine. And again, what a lovely idea, that huge, towering ponderosa pine. Fear and alder. Um, although there is certainly alder in both the east and the west coast of the United States, only in the west coast is it really tree-like. And so for the rest of the United States, she suggests maple. It doesn't have that red dye and doesn't do a lot of the things that alder does. So I I think that uh, that's not as good a uh, uh, alternate as some of the other ones. And, of course, say, oh, willow, 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 everywhere we look, willow, 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 hoth, hawthorn. And she's suggesting sycamore or cottonwood wood instead for the hawthorn. And I completely rejected that idea. Hawthorn, hawthorn, hawthorn does grow, and it grows, although not frequently, it grows all through the United States. And if you can't find it growing well, plant a hawthorn. Have a hawthorn. You need that tree. Dwyer, Dwyer, the great door, the oak. And, of course, oak, oak, everywhere in oak, oak, just like the willow. She actually suggests using beech if there isn't any oak or the sequoia in California. But there are oaks in California. There are oaks in Texas. There are oaks everywhere. I say use oak. Tinier, holly. She's suggesting black walnut, but, you know, I see holly planted in a lot of places. And, again, it's a pretty easy plant. To grow holly, black walnut. Mm. Holly is usually a shrub. It has really pointy leaves. We're going to be talking about how important the points of the leaves are in holly when we talk about it. So I just don't see black walnut, her suggestion, as being mm, really like that. For California, she says the coastal pine, and I could see that more because it's a more, you know, kind of energy out from the of the, the pine tree there. And certainly black walnut. Um, I can understand where she's getting at there, but I think holly. Again, if need be, plant a holly. They're easy to find and to grow. And then hazel. Hazel. <clears throat> and I actually have seen hazel growing. Uh, the regular tree hazel, and not necessarily the nut one. But what I prefer to substitute in the United States is witch hazel. She's suggesting white oak, but a, a way too big a tree, I think, there. Witch hazel, um, I think probably the better substitution, if we need to substitute. Muin vine, certainly wild grape. Wild grape everywhere. She suggests a couple of other suggestions, but I would go with the wild grape. Gort, ivy. And uh, almost unfortunately, we have to say that ivy is now coast to coast in North America, so we could certainly use that. Blackberry bramble, certainly it's also a possibility that um, when means bramble as well as grapevine. We'll talk more about that when we talk about muin. So she's saying blackberry and, of course, raspberry as well. And that, again, is throughout the entire United States, no lack of 
a matter of fact, uh, as far as I can tell, throughout the entire world. And then Negtal, Negtal the Reed. And I'm uncertain why she's suggesting substitutions for that, because we're talking about uh, a reed that's extremely common throughout all of the eastern part of the United States, the Phragmites reed. And it itself is a plant of much mystery and magic. And it's, I would say that its closest um, relative on the west west coast would be the pampas grass that now grows in California. I know it's not native there, but she's suggesting instead of it cattail, and cattail would certainly be a reasonable alternative to it, although uh, not tall in statue like Nectal, like the reed, um, certainly having the same kind of great usefulness from the roots right up through the top part of the plants. She also suggests horsetail, and again, I would say, nah, absolutely not. We're not really interested in um, in horsetail substituting for nectal. Not only is horsetail really small, it really does not have any of the characteristics that nectal does, as we'll see when we get there, that one of the, its major characteristics is that it itself is weak, but when you bring them together, they're extremely powerful. And then Ruiz Elder, and again, she's suggesting um, sub- substitutions, and Elder is a plant that I find growing everywhere. There's certainly Elder in Florida. There's Elder in the East Coast. There's Elder in the West Coast. I don't think really we need to have any substitutions for the Elder, although interesting to think about hickory. And um, if hickory could really substitute in there. Elder, again, is a tree of infinite usefulness um, with uh, herbal medicines made from it, so hickory doesn't really actually fill the bill. And I'm not I'm really not reading all of the suggestions that she has because she's really has done a kind of um thorough almost area by area equivalence. I've been telling you some of the ones she's suggesting for California, but in fact those really have only been Northern California. She also has um trees for Southern California. She has them for the Pacific Northwest, for Texas. So she really um, looks at what is going on with the trees and what you might use instead. I have not found in the United States it necessary to really make these kinds of switches. I found that this cycle of trees in almost every respect is very easy to find and to work with in the United States. So we're going to um, end here with um, some interesting lore from Steve Blamire's uh, whose book we've looked at before, The Celtic Tree Mysteries. The oak, of course, is the king of the trees. We might also say the queen of the trees. Remember that the oak is the stillness at the center of the circling universe, and thus it is the seventh tree. 
The oak is also associated with magic. And, of course, we talked briefly about the oak's connection to mistletoe, that magical plant, and how thus the oak and mistletoe and druids were strongly connected. So druids, magic, oak, and sovereignty stillness in the midst of chaos. These are the kinds of things we want to use when we want to engage the energy of the oak. The oak is the most exalted of all trees. It is, in fact, the most potent of all defenses. Any ancient warrior at some point needs the shelter and protection of a chief or a king. And this applies to modern-day warriors, even if you merely think yourself a magician. You may be able to go it alone for a while, but inevitably you will need the rest and the protection that can only be provided by the highest authority, that is, symbolically, the king. And this respite is found in the shady branches of the majestic oak tree. In a passage from the Lays of Fionn, there is a section where Fionn is planning to slay the arch-enemy Gaul Macamorna. Fionn finds Gaul. A spell of sleep was taken thereafter by Morna's son, so that Fionn heard the groaning breath of the hero hard by the oak. Note that the oak is the tree underneath which Gaul took rest. As legend relates, Fionn did not attack, and Gaul escaped unscathed, indicating the oak's sheltering and protective qualities. This protective quality is further emphasized in a text known as the Book of Rites which is a great list of payments and stipends due to certain personages throughout Ireland. Fifty horns and fifty swords, fifty properly harnessed horses to the prosperous man from the oak groves of the goodly mast to the prince of Elach, who protects all. A poem from the same source contains this verse. My rank and my lordship, my beauty and my fame, my nobility and my endurance, my cherished ancestral possessions, my power and my protection, to my chosen champion Rus, to the noble Felge of the Red Blade, and to my strong and sturdy shelter of good. The oak is connected to the high king and the spiritual link of the king to the land. The warrior connection is brought into play in a passage from the cattle raid of Cooley, in which the great Ulster hero, Cúculain, is being pursued by the armies of Queen Medbav Knacht at a place called Magmk. Cúculain cuts down an oak tree with a single blow of his sword and sticks it in the middle of the road along which mad warriors must come and inscribes upon it a message in Ogham forbidding any to pass until a warrior leapt the oak in a chariot 
30 warriors tried, and 30 warriors failed. Later, Hroch fought with Kulain and was killed by him, and immediately after, Fiergus managed to leap the oak and allow the army to move on. No more is said in this passage about Ogum itself, but it is clearly of powerful magical significance. The word for oak, dwir, is sometimes given as dare, and thus from it come both door, druid, and Derry. Also, the common Irish names Derry and Kildare. In both places, there were huge oak groves used by the Celts as sacred sites. The word dare also has a second meaning, and that is a rutting deer. The stag is related to the king and the kingships, and to the Celts, the noble stag was the king of beasts. A rutting stag is more likely to turn on its attacker than run away, as deer so often do, and therefore the rutting stag was treated with great respect and caution. The association between the oak and the stag is shown in another passage from the Lays of Fionn. It was the glorious hunting that gave the cooking copse its name, a hundred stags from every oak grove that held a bush. Oak provides Symbolism in other world journeys as well is in journeys on this plane. The use of an oak grove during a journey can be very, very powerful. Important events tend to occur once you place yourself within an oak grove. You cannot force a significant happening by imagining yourself within an oak grove. You must actually be in an oak grove, but... If you should find yourself in an oak grove during an other world trance or imagining, then take very careful notes on the events that follow. Similarly, should you see a stag, especially a rutting stag, this is of great significance in your other world journey and tells you to proceed with great caution in what you're planning to do. The oak on the spiritual level symbolizes the successful completion of your personal progress through the other trees that make up the tree oakum. By the time you reach the oak grove, you have come to the center. You have completed a great deal of magical work and have the added bonus of having learned from your experience. Now you can work under the protection of the highest of the trees the most exalted king, the oak, who offers you protection until you are ready to set off once again on your road of discovery. The ogum notch for oak is two uprights next to each other, you and the protection. Dachda is the good god. The oak is closely connected to Dachda. You will not go past me until I summon the sons of Tesra from the Sid Mounds, because I will be a giant oak in every ford and in every pass you will cross. I will indeed go past, says Dagda, and the mark of my axe will remain in every oak forever. And the people have remarked forever upon the mark of Dagda's axe. So, 
we have come once again to the end of our yes. time together. And I guess we're going to have to come back next week and find out what happens with Dog Da, finish our work with Oak, and move on to Holly. Absolutely. And thank you so much, Susan, again, for another very informative episode, as always. I'm so happy to have this time to share with you and everyone. Uh, Workings on trees and magic. What a wonderful place the Main Street universe is. Thanks for providing it. Green blessings, everybody. Good night. Have a great evening. You've been listening to Green Magic, Green Medicine with Susan Weed. And next week we finish with Oak and then move on to Holly, as she says, which is also a great myth about all of that. We'll get to that. I'm sure when that comes. Have a great evening. Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network.
forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.